Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Looks Like We Made It. I'm Izzy Howell and I'm joined by my dad Chris to talk all things video marketing. We are the father and daughter who run the video production company Howell Film and each week we will be discussing all sorts like what happens behind the scenes on our projects, getting results from your video content, how to start using video in your business and plenty more to come. We're always up for candidly conversing about creativity. On this episode we are answering the question, how do I best integrate my video into other types of marketing? So without further ado, let's get started and of course never miss an episode every Tuesday by giving us a follow or subscribe as well as finding Howell Film on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let's go. do it okay so we're talking about um you're also half working as well so i'm I'm half working as well but i'm also concentrating on what we're talking about today so how to integrate video into other forms of marketing into other forms of marketing. so do you want me to break that down oh you could break it down let me break it down for you you (laughs) um so that would mean uh say for example a company uh, invested in a full series of brochures or something for their company or they uh, they use video marketing or no sorry they use email marketing quite a lot or they use social media marketing they use different types of marketing yeah I um, understand the concept yeah so every time I say marketing have a drink yes. um, and they then get a video made how do they integrate that how do they use that what, within their other type of what, marketing technically how do they integrate it or both, do you mean both is um, in could it be focused on maybe like branding or creative choices or could it be more technical? Anything really. Um, well, it depends on what the video is all about that they've had made. Because obviously if it's a video that's um, a very technical film all about, say, a training film or a how-to or whatever, then mm. they could have their marketing, di- you know, directing people to that to that video source. So it might be via... A Q code or or a link via YouTube or whatever, um, or to flip that um, to to one eighty that you could have a situation where your video is all kind of all glossy fandango, lots happening, beautiful, um, you know, really engaging piece, and then at the end of that you can then direct them to the more you know the big heavyweight document that comes yeah. in a printed format or PDF or whatever. So. Um, so I like I like the idea of of one leading to another. I like the idea of a key, Ooh. a key <laughs> unlocking the next part. The way of your, your face lit up when you said that. The isn't key it? <laughs> unlocking the next part of your of your marketing, and in this, in a, it's like I tell you what it is. It's Ooh. like a, it's like a combination of a key and a chain. So you've got your marketing strategy is your is your chain, and along 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 the way you unlock various bits, and it all seamlessly goes in a in a wonderful marketing loop. If you can see the mystical hand gestures you're doing, lots of sweeping. Well, I, like, of, I like a mystical no, marketing I, loop. <laughs> mystical marketing loop. Why we didn't call it all that, I don't understand. But I like that. I think that's that's it. I think there's obviously the importance of understanding that video marketing, obviously it's not just, obviously, unless you're using YouTube, 
you don't just have a video sat on your computer doing nothing. It has to be used in different capacities, whether that's posting it on social media or posting a series of stuff on social media, whether that's having a, a YouTube series, whether it's having um, types of videos on your website or to coincide with printed materials as well. You don't just get a video made and leave it sat on your computer. It, no, it works for, for networking as well. I mean, if you do any kind of face-to-face -face networking or you're part of any kind of membership groups or whatever, uh, it comes in handy uh, during presentations and all sorts as well. It does. It does. Well observed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just it, reeling it, off it, all it, the great it, things. No, it does. It does a. It does a job. I mean, in in essence, um, integrating your video content in with your other content, you, in a sense, well, really, you probably ought to have thought thought it through, not being separate components, but mm. part of one marketing philosophy thing. one marketing campaign that includes everything you do everything that that you put out as your message as a business and, and and all these wonderful um sort of benefits you want to communicate with your with your customers your potential customers well obviously video marketing should be an integral part of that uh, but it should all be part of a cohesive marketing strategy now in in reality um you you can't plan every little last tiny thing because mm. if you did that you wouldn't be able to react you wouldn't you know if something's happening on social media or something's happening that you want to, to comment about or you want to get involved with you can't have planned that three months earlier or six months earlier as part of mm. your marketing strategy saying that the, the, it is still key to aim for um an integrated approach because then it all join it all joins up it all it all um it all looks and feels the same, and the message—the message that a, that, a, that an organisation puts out—should be unified. It should always have uh, a clear, um, a, a, a clear message across um, all your platforms, both in terms of the way it looks, uh, the tone, and then obviously um, the actual message itself should be unified across the board. So obviously you've got a little bit of design experience, no. I would say, maybe <laughs> 30 odd years <laughs> well, or something. A bit of design experience, um, yeah. from, so say, for example, there's a company that has worked with a designer and does a yeah. lot of sort of printed materials and more traditional sort yes. of marketing content. Yeah. Um, and then they want a video made. How worried should that person be about working with that designer and a film company potentially and interacting those or, or how does that process kind um, of go about? Well, it, it, it should be collaborative, really. I mean, in a sense, um, the the graphic designer should feel confident that the that the video company isn't trying to steal their work, isn't trying mm -hmm. to isn't trying to sort of undercut them. You know, it, it shouldn't it shouldn't turn into a, a self protection, self preservation situation. But what you can what you can do is um, the graphic designer is going to have lovely AI files. They're going to have all the you know all the lovely Illustrator files is what I mean. Um, they're going to have they're going to understand about high resolution. So you're not going to get some yeah. ridiculous thirty two k logo off off the website. They're going to they're going to have a vested interest to give you the correct hex codes. So all the colors are going to be right. Um, and 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 that professional that kind of that that professional continuity. Is vital because again the videographer they're gonna they're gonna put together a, a, a you know a lovely video but it has to fit in the broader narrative of the organization mm -hmm. and and that's where you know the, a, a brand manager or you know 
or a graphic designer or somebody that knows that organization inside out mm. who can def- you know can talk about um typography can talk about um you know the way that 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 fonts are structured the way that that an organization might have a device so they might have a device like a little little icon or part of a logo or mm. or a little whatever just just some sort of um uh, digital device for that they use across across everything well the designer can can ensure that the videographer knows where to position that um and, and you know and how it should be used to best effect so i think i think it's like all these things really it should always be about working for the common the common good of the customer as opposed to everyone getting worried that yeah. that you know that that they're missing out or they're going to lose their you know they're going to lose their work it's ease of use as well i mean what is what is your standpoint on um qr codes on links on kind of so if you i don't know if you have like an email mailing list or whatever it may be um emailing out everyone in your mailing list for the newsletter saying oh come and come and click this link to look at this video and, and everything or, or having a business card with a qr code on it that pops out to a video what is your standpoint on having qr codes or any kind of like scan this and scan me and click me and watch this to to view um, the video well I, th- I think that anything that anything that directs anything that directs a um um a sorry you're multitasking i am multitasking (laughs) let me just okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna focus on the the project at hand here and i'm conscious that i'm asking you questions and you're no i'm 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 i am focused i'm just i'm just focused on something else at the same time it's a good thing you're in a spinny chair because you're just going round and round um what's my opinion of it i think that anything that's done in an elegant um in an elegant way that doesn't look a bit naff is a good thing um but again it has it's got to be joined up you can't have a Mm -hmm. You can't have a beautiful um, email that, that comes into your inbox promising um, this, that, and the other. He, you know, click here to see this wonderful new pro- product, or click here to see how it, how it works. And then you click it, and the link's dead, or or the yeah. film you click to is naff, or it doesn't it doesn't form part of the of the the wider, more you know, properly cohesive marketing um, agenda. It, it's it's. You know the old cliche about the devil in the being in the detail applies here. That it has to be, it all has to be good. You can't yeah. you can't have some good and some not good because it it'll it, the not good inevitably drags the good down. Yeah, because it's things like I don't know if you invest heavily as a business in email marketing or heavily as a business in social media marketing. Anything like that is very customer facing. It's very yeah, public. Absolutely. It's very to the window, yeah, and, and yeah. you have to almost make sure that anything you use within that, any content we use within that, is is upheld. But in terms of um, social media, obviously we've talked a lot about using social media and, and splitting up videos versus one yeah. long one. When do you, do you think that with the consistency element and everything, and, and using different branding and stuff like that? Um, do you think there's more value in multiple videos or there's more value in one video when you're using it on different marketing platforms? Well, I'm probably going to give you the um, standard standard answer here <laughs> is that there's there's no value in rubbish videos. True, um, true. So assuming, assuming that both the lots of short videos are great and one long video is great um and then it, and then I suppose it's a big question I'm giving the you. answer is it dep- <laughs> the answer is like a lot of these things it depends it literally depends I it swear depends. we've answered a lot of questions with that but well, it does because there's no if if there was one answer then if there's just one answer to one problem 
in in marketing video marketing and it was just definitive yes or no this is the answer yeah then i'd be a zillionaire and i've re- and i would have retired yeah. um because i'd have known the answer <laughs> what we all do is we all keep chipping away looking looking for the answer and each and each time we take a a a, a, a swing of the <laughs> swing of the hammer Jesus. You learn a bit more, you know, you, you just learn a bit more. When Hardened you, by life. You chip you chip a bit more off and you learn a bit more. Um so the answer so the answer is it depends. Um and it depends on so many factors. I, I I kinda like I like to think there's more to come. So yeah. in a sense, if you said, Here's my here's my long video and I'm gonna answer everything at this moment in time, this is it, this is all we're about. Well, there are f- that that is a fairly unlikely scenario however if you say here's a video where we're at right now but hey stick around a day a week a month a year yeah. you're going to get another one and that's where we're going to be at then and i think that keeping that pace going keeping that pace of there's always something to look forward to there's always something new that to my mind on balance setting aside the the it depends um <laughs> question but on balance i think it's probably better to do to do more to do less more often i like it i think i think as well having i've mentioned this before in like presentations and stuff that i've done it's a big focus um in terms of video production and and creating content for businesses is trying to break away from that real strict dry corporate image and yeah. giving a bit more of a human side a bit more of a, a characterful side and bringing that more human element to the to videos and stuff like that and, and showing almost uh being very open about that progression and if you are maybe beginning a project as a business or you are entering into a new realm like we all are in the pandemic and everything almost show it using video as a strategy to to show your progression as people and, yeah. and how you're developing I, and yeah no you're right i agree 100 i think that the I think one thing the panic, the pandemic has done, it's inevitably humanised people insofar yeah. as prior to the pandemic, you never knew that everyone's kitchen looks the same, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone sits in a room full of library books, library books, <laughs> sits in a room full well. of books that looks like looks like they're sat in a library is what I was trying to say. Unless you are a librarian. Unless you are a librarian. Know. But what, what I mean is that it's weird that, that that kind of like democratization of Zoom and, and Teams or whatever, that, that actually ultimately within reason, everyone's house kind of looks the same. Everyone's, you know, you know, and, and I think that um, that has changed things because we used to, you know, prior to the pandemic, people come to your office, you, you make all your judgment calls, not that you should be judging anybody, but you make all your judgment calls on kind of how they performed, how they looked, how they, how they were. And you never really look, you never ever saw beyond that. Yeah. But now I think it's almost like, you know, when you've got, you know, um, chair, you know, a chair of a big organisation and you're looking into his or her kitchen and they're talking away right the way through to the people we have meetings with, um, you know, junior people in the organisation. Ultimately, that has opened, it's literally opened a window into people's, into people's houses and to people's lives. And I think it would be very hard to put that lid back on. I think that the post... I mean, I think we will go back to some sort of normality-ish. Yeah. But ultimately, the lid's off that now. You know, that... You know, it doesn't... It it doesn't matter. So I think that, mm. in, a, in a sense, that has... That has changed the way that people perceive um, 
what they're seeing, you know, particularly about people, because because actually, the behind that kind of you know you to use your dry corporate you know fusty image of, of some big organizations that are of ultra corporate ultra clean ultra whatever mm-hmm. well actually there's normally someone sat in their pants in the you know in their kitchen you know with a, with a shirt on um hiding the bottom half or is that just me I did feel like when I did um, one of my first kind of big comeback presentation once sort of things were back to it and back to not back to normal, but people were starting to do more face to face stuff. And I'm doing that presentation. I did feel like there is real safety in pajama bottoms <laughs> that yeah, I have, exactly. I'm not used to at the minute. But no, I think and, and obviously now things are starting to hopefully touch wood resume and go back to a semblance of normality what is your opinion of and this is my sort of main last question but i'll think of a silly question as well what is your opinion on video business cards gimmicky <laughs> okay <laughs> okay run me through but i'm 100 years old so um <laughs> uh video business cards uh, i think i think my sorry i don't mean that my no, no, opi- there was... my my opinion is that um I don't even know what a video business well, only, card is. Well, only that. Um, <laughs> well, good start. Only that. Uh, I remember before the pandemic, obviously, when we didn't see the concept of everyone being in their pants and shirts in their kitchens for yeah. 18 months was was an option. Um, there was a, a, a flurry of new technology that was going around, which were essentially business cards that were small screens. And you'd give them to people yeah. and you'd only have, say, 10 or 15 at a time. But yeah. you'd post them to businesses and they would play yeah. a small bit, a small video or people would have a QR code on yeah. their business card that would pop out with, hi, my name's yeah. Steve and I'm a yeah. this and that. What do you think? Uh, I think that... Because that's, that's not weirdly how I envisage video marketing. No. It's it's more of a... Well, I go, yeah, I do think gimmicky. Because in reality, the screen, the screen on your phone, because it's going rub- to be rubbish, isn't it? Ultimately, you're going to get this. You're going to get this video business card. And it's going to be gimmicky, and you go, "Oh, that's oh, that's kind of clever." Yeah. But ultimately, the screen's going to be rubbish, and it's also environmentally horribly damaging because you're going to have this like bit of technology yeah. that someone's going to go, "Oh, that's quite interesting," for about ten seconds, and bin it, and then bin it, and then and then you know, at least at least a paper business card's recyclable. Um, that's just something that's just going to be just a because yeah, I, I remember it was a blip um, in like a couple of years ago and then it hasn't really reappeared since yeah. but I'd rather, I'd rather share my contact i'd rather sh- i'd rather meet someone and share a contact with them yeah. and then say hey you know i'll send you a link too and yeah. then you know you can do it elegantly with a qr code or whatever or you can send them an actual link they they press and they can actually watch it on a proper phone on a proper screen yeah. in their pocket with sound um, and then you've got some control over what they're seeing. I mean, mm. from our from our um, side of things, as a video marketing production business, I'd hate the idea of having some crummy, you know, low resolution, horrible sort of naff two pence screen thing. Yeah. Um, that's meant to portray me and my organisation. If anything, I'd, I'd want to give them an iPhone and say, <laughs> click on that, and there's a film. But that's not that's not good. Cost wise, I think we'd yeah, struggle. That, that, from a, <laughs> From a from a, a commercial standpoint, that's that's not. I'll take it. I'll take gonna, an iPhone business card yeah, any day. That's not going to work. But no, I think I think that's the thing. It's it's now that because video marketing obviously is well in terms of traditional video advertising that's been around in this country since 1955, which you'd know if you'd listened to our previous episodes. But um, 
where do you because that's the thing with video marketing is it because it's so new it has to almost find and slot itself into a place into tr other traditional forms of marketing and and marketing types that businesses are really used to and that have been well, used for centuries yeah. well video marketing is just it, it's just a progression of behavior isn't it people yeah. people people's behavior because because of social media and and probably just the way just the way that and that that um screen-based entertainment is is consumed on the go on phones on on tablets um you know on demand every you know on demand subscription-based services etc etc in a sense it it it's of the moment so yeah. so if if a lot of people are using youtube as an example to consume content well, it makes sense that, that as an organisation you should be there as well. Um, yeah. So, so I, I think it's more a case of it's right for the time. Mm. That, that in a sense, you know, we're, we're not going to, in this time of, of sort of high-tech, um, you know, fast-paced, visually engaging media content, we're not going to suddenly say, well, we're going to do everything on a tablet that we've carved. Yeah. And we're going to sort of, you know, it's kind of like it's got to be of the time. It has to be relevant to the time you're in. And and, and I think that the, the real skill is to be able to stand out from a crowd, be mm. able to deliver your message and to be um, to be at the forefront of what's going on. There's no point. There's no point being 14th best. In no. the sense, because what, what's the point in that? Well, You've got to strive to be the best. We're hundred and tenth on the Australian podcast chart, so well, I don't know about go. you, but that's, you know that's, that's, that's the heady heights of fame right there. But it is. But <laughs> <laughs> well, the hundred and eleven people making podcasts, um, <laughs> at least we'd be at least we're beating the. I'll take them. The other I'll one. take them odds. Well, yeah. I think. But what, what what I mean is sorry, but what what I mean though is that I think that it's important that you you are um, at the forefront of the technology and at the um, the world that you are trying... You know, you've got to be at the front as best as you possibly can to make as big a splash as you poss possibly can. I agree, and that, that rounds off that really nicely because... So to sum up, how do you best integrate your video into different types of marketing? Be consistent. Uh, yeah, make it look right. Make it look right. Stand make out for the crowd. Right, make it fit. Don't be afraid to speak to other people you work with. Say you do have a designer that you work with or you do have copywriters or other kind of creative people in and around your business. Yeah. Start that conversation with and them And have, well. have, have a point. Have a point. Have a call to action. If you want, something, if you want somebody to, to react to your video, tell them you want them to react. Yeah. You know, have a, you know be, be a bit bold, you know? I agree. I think, I think that's, that's a really interesting thing and just... To have a go as well and just ask that question, start that conversation yeah. and 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 if with all the when all the content's right and, and you feel confident with what you've produced, that confidence will carry out to your to your audience as well and being proud of what you produced as yeah. well. Last question to close this off. Okay. It's not a silly one, it's oh, just really? one that out of interest. I okay. just just so I know for future reference. Would you ever make a feature film? Or oh, express an interest in it? Would and I if ever... so, what would you make? Would I ever make a feature film? Um, that as feature film being in the industry, seventy minutes plus. Um, would I ever make a feature film? I'd love, I'd love to believe that I believed I was capable um, 
both oh, creatively. I believe in you. No, both creatively <laughs> and technically. Yeah. Um, but in reality, I think I, I spent my career in a, in a different space. And I don't mean that. I don't mean that in a kind of like. Hey, oh, more promotional. No, it's a completely different industry. Yeah, I mean, um, I love the. I like a lot of things. I love the idea of it. Um, in reality, probably can't imagine that I'd be capable of it. Okay, even a documentary, even a. Oh, so that's a different. Even thing. a superbike documentary or a. Um, yeah, but then, but then the issue with that is, I think that the, I think you'd have to give yourself over. I think the the issue with uh, making anything feature length, yeah, is that the level of funding, the level of, um, it's such a big thing. It's oh, such absolutely. a big deal, and also the 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 way that your work, you know, you could put hundreds of thousands of pounds into a project you know, a year of your life, your entire crew, and then at the end it gets like one star and everyone goes, Oh, that was a bit naff. Oh, that would be and, my worst And I nightmare. think that and I think that in reality I don't I don't know if I'd be if I could stand <laughs> being crushed by the critics. Oh. I think I think in the in the work that we do, um, the commercial work we do particularly, um, your only critic is your customer and they only and yourself and, and yourself and they only really you know once they once their orders start rolling in they think the film's the greatest thing yeah they're not going to start rating so it in, a, in a roundabout way um i'm probably not good enough oh well that's a jolly way to end this podcast well, no, my, well there you go you, you my ask. answer is um if <laughs> it's probably gonna be the same as yours to be honest but i've been the reason why i asked that is only because um i have been barreling through the extended editions of lord of the rings and i'm on the third one which is four and a half hours long That's as an extended long edition time. but they managed to cut that down to two hours for the main cinema thing but it initially was about seven or eight hours long and i just think god that's a lot for the cutting room floor to end up with mm, almost seven hours of a film is, is ridiculous is that not just all a bit self-indulgent yeah there is uh, there is a point where i'm like that's too many talking trees for my liking but yeah. but for me i think that if i was gonna do a feature film it would be one of those run and gun sort of fast-paced fly in the world documentaries because i love watching those on netflix yeah, but then but... even that that's not <laughs> i could talk about this for hours yeah. but i'm not gonna do it so thank you for listening to thank looks, you so much but looks like we made it chris is now gonna go back to work doing what he's doing he's already <laughs> if you probably heard spun his chair around in in furious no this is very important work it's all bigger. important it is all important. i need another me but you can get back to work i'll i'll, okay. I'll end this thank off. you um so thanks for listening we will release a new episode every tuesday obviously and thanks so much for your comments and the people who've had a listen um if you do want to be a guest on the show if you have a question just let us know and you can contact us via www.howlfilm.co.uk but you can also listen to this podcast as well as find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram um, if you want to chat to us let us know and we'll see you next week bye, bye. There you go.